This next message is from Stephen, and he says, Thank you for giving me some info that was missing from my understanding of symbolism. It was in a video where you were talking about metals and combining materials. You said the materials, and he's paraphrasing here, he says, materials may only have enough energy flow to sustain their physical nature. And you have to send in additional energy if you want to activate a consciousness, which I believe is a vortex sustained by other vortices, and then communicate with it. That's correct. Very good, Stephen. We can use, quote, intent or imagination, yes, to send that energy, or magnets, or circular resonators, or probably lots of other tech. You have been reluctant to give details, wanting a natural emergence of understanding, and maybe the authorities upstairs have warned about giving us info that came from more knowing, more knowledgeable ETs. But what if I showed you multiple symbolism examples from across time in different cultures where the same message of sending energy into a central vortex is present. Yep. That would constitute natural human knowledge and an argument that teaching it in our current languages is therefore allowed. That's right. Whatever we can come up with and promote is fair game. As long as it does no harm, moves us all ahead, in terms of moving into a future, a good future. I am using intent, imagination, intent slash imagination to inflow energy to my eyes for the past week to heal peripheral vision loss and change my DNA to see auras. And I've begun to see them now easily and consistently, but it's just a faint gray yellow. <laughs> Yes. Um, so let me say, Stephen, that most people are not very colorful. Most people are about the color of cigarette smoke, and it's kind of a grayish yellow. That is how far the human has degenerated. A lot of the color and activity has been lost. So he says... Um, so I have ahead many hours per day, day after day, of continued attention to this. It's slow. I know I'll gradually increase my ability to flow energy so it will get faster. But my big point is I'm asking to be taught knowledge you may have to speed it up. Thanks. With love from Steve. Okay. So one of the big secrets about moving energy is breathing into something. If you're breathing into your eyes and you're envisioning light coming in and changing the structure, say, of the optic nerve or the rods and cones, or you're clearing the, um, the windshield, I call it, um, the lens, uh, whatever, when you spend, I'm going to say, a couple hours, three or four nights a week, just 
uh, breathing into the eyes or whatever it is you're trying to heal or change, you're going to see some change. You're, and it's not going to take forever. You just keep at that and you keep on adding this affirmation. I am perfect eyesight. I am seeing light. I am seeing light before I see anything else. Things like that. The keywords are I am. The thing to do is to feel. When you are breathing into your eyes, you have to feel those eyeballs change. If you're feel, uh, breathing into a knee, you will feel the knee change. And sometimes parts of the leg up or down the leg will crack or snap or move in response to the change in the knee. When I broke my back on June 28th, uh, today is September 1st. So it's been June, July, August, been two months, a little over two months. Um, there was a night where I hurt so bad um, that I just, you know, I, I rolled over on my back and, and I just focused on breathing into the vertebrae, all the vertebrae, but especially the point of pain. I wanted to go right into the heart of that pain and breathe into that and explode that pain and free it from whatever, you know, obstacles or whatever. Long story short, um, probably took a couple of hours, heavy duty work, heavy duty breathing. And when I say heavy duty, I mean long, slow breath in. Coming in, you're not pulling that breath in, you're allowing that to flow in. And if you fiddle with breath long enough, you'll get the difference between that's a breath in, you know, that's a that's sucking air in, and a flow that comes in and feels like it's almost coming in through the eyeballs or through, you know, through the back. Eventually, what happened was I entered an altered state, became liquid light, was breathing into that spot and had the ability and somehow the knowledge to move things around. And the next day was like 95% better. The remaining few um, things I needed to do to finish the healing happened quickly and easily over the next few weeks. But the next day after that, I could bend, I could reach. Um, same thing happens. So your statement that you could can already see auras after a week doesn't surprise me at all. It took me three nights to fix a wrist that had a huge bone uh, swelling on that wrist right here. Severe. Uh, I'm not sure what arthritis, gout, something for six months. Couldn't move it. Like, oh, uh, I had my hand in a, a brace and then started this in, you know, this breath work in. That speeds up the movement of the energy. And when you breathe in with intention, you breathe in seeing light entering that spot. 
and filling that spot and you breathe right into the place where it hurts the worst. And then if that pain moves, you breathe into that spot. And if that moves, you breathe into another spot. You follow that pain till the whole body is adjusted. And that's how you do it. So, yes, very good. Keep going. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for questions. Uh, anybody else have questions? Um, send them in. You know, I love doing these little Q&A things. A lot of you have really good questions. Okay, signing off for tonight. <laughs>